Thank you for your cooperation. Episode 104. We are here at 104. 104. Mike Wolfie's right there. I see. 10 4. 10 4. 10 forward. 10 forward? 10 forward. 10 forward. Do you not get that reference? Nope. Oh, okay. Should I? Nah, maybe not. Okay. Star Trek. No, I don't watch Star Trek. Okay. <laughs> what do you mean you don't watch Star Trek? <laughs> Welcome to the Geek Generation. I don't know what 10 forward is. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's okay. That's why I'm That's here. a great way to start off the Geek Generation. I know, right? <laughs> I know what Ten Forward is. Somebody but. just punched their steering wheel in the car, going, "How does he not know?" And he's on this show. <laughs> I don't know a lot of things. Uh, before we get kicked off today, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at thegeekgeneration.com/audiobook. There's over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Let's hop right into Geekouts. Yay! Got any this week? No. No. Okay, I'm on it. I got plenty. <laughs> I got plenty. Uh, the first one is New York Comic Con, mm-hmm. which is coming up this weekend. And I'm very excited for it. And I will be there. You so will. if uh, unfortunately, Volpe won't be joining me this year. Mm-hmm. He's got all his uh, business stuff going on as yes. well. But if you want to look for me there, I will be decked out in Geek Generation apparel yeah. of various types. So. Uh, hit me up there. I'll probably have those Geek Generation wristbands on that I normally do. I might even be carrying around a couple shirts with me, but I'm not giving away for free. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have money and you want to buy one, that's fine. But I will be talking to a lot of cosplayers, hopefully, hopefully getting some celebrity yeah. interviews, things like that. And maybe even just some fan interviews. If you listen to the show, then just let me know and maybe I'll put you on it because cool. why the hell not? Yeah. The more stuff we can get recorded, the better. So I'm very, very excited for New York Comic Con. Look forward to it every year. It's like my one big vacation, but it's also now it's also a big work thing, too. Yeah. And uh, it's very exciting. I can't wait to go. Uh, Warehouse 13 and Alphas. I haven't yet seen the midseason finales that aired earlier this week mm-hmm. because we're recording it before that time. <laughs> time distortion. Timey wimey. I know we don't try to hide it that no. much, but their uh, episodes leading up to the midseason finales have been tremendous Mm -hmm. so good like i was i had mentioned that i wasn't really into this season of warehouse 13 as much as prior ones but the the way i can i now see what they were doing so now everything before it makes more sense and holds more weight so even though i was like eh, now it's all explained and i see Mm -hmm. why it was so uh, I like I had complaints about certain characters like I'm like Artie is acting so cowardly this season. Yeah. And I didn't understand why he just wasn't acting like himself. Now I get it. So all my little like little irks and complaints are all being addressed. And I appreciate that. I was hoping they wouldn't let me mm-hmm. down and they didn't. Have and faith. yes. And alphas went boom, went huge, big stuff happening yeah. on that show, too. So really, really excited about the, both those shows again. I started watching recently, uh, even though all the fall stuff is coming out. I haven't watched that many of the new fall previews. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to subject myself to as much as I did last year. You did a lot. Because I watched everything. You did. And it was super time consuming. And if there's anything I don't have this year, it's time right now. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm more busy than I've ever been, I think. But I did start watching The Newsroom, which was oh, that yeah. HBO show that had uh, Jeff Daniels. And Olivia Munn's on it. And, yeah. yeah. Looks attractive. <laughs> yeah. And she's actually, she's, she's good on the show. I can't, yeah. I can't take it away from her, but it, it's, it's a great show. And it reminds me a lot of Sports Night, mm-hmm. which was another show that I talked about when we were talking about shows that would cancel before their time. Yeah. Sports Night went like two or three seasons tops. But the big reason that it reminds me of it is because it was also an Aaron Sorkin created show. Oh. They both are. So they're both new shows. Uh, the sports night was a little more comedic. Mm-hmm. Sports night's a little more drama based, but there is comedy. That that same dialogue all these is shows there. Coming out of 
like the office in a way like they were like oh that worked for a while let's try to do something similar i think office is way more sitcom-y oh. than than this idea hmm. uh newsroom is much more of a drama okay but the this big similarity between that and sports night aside from the fact that they're both created by aaron sorkin is that they both involve a weird love situation between the person who is the producer like in running the station yeah. and the lead anchor oh so they mm. both have that in common. And I'm like, wow, the parallels are yeah. just and <laughs> I don't know. I think he's getting more attention for the newsroom than he is for than he got mm. for Sports Night. But Sports Night almost feels like it was getting ready for this. Yeah. But I, I still prefer Sports Night. It had more comedy. It was mm-hmm. such a great show. But Newsroom is actually really good. And I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, my last one. <laughs> and this one i'm i i was i this is the one i have a video queued up for if okay. you haven't seen it are you familiar with uh gangnam style i've heard it before have I've you heard, heard that, the song that... or seen the video uh, no okay no i have to expose you to this okay there's like over 360 million people that have seen this people on the internet are already getting seen it there are people <laughs> on the internet are already getting sick of this oh like it's already hit that Really? But there's there's so many parodies and people getting sick of the parodies. Oh, but I don't know. I'm I'm latching onto it for some reason. I don't even care about the parodies. But there's yeah. one thing I want to play here that I thought was just remarkably good. But I'm gonna show you not the whole video, but I'll show you a part of it so mm-hmm. you can see just how ridiculous it is. Okay, because it's not it's not just the fact that it's a catchy song. The video is so ridiculous mm-hmm. and funny and intended to be funny. And it's Korean too, so that's oh, that's cool. just one more. <laughs> oh, wait, all right. That, well, I wonder if this to... is that guy that's been on TV a lot and doing like a weird horse riding dance. Yeah, I didn't understand. Oh, okay, he was on the Today Show, and I was like, "What the frick is now?" This? Maybe you'll understand. Open Gangnam Style. Gangnam Style. It's already pretty ridiculous. Like, that's the dance thing that's everywhere. The other thing that's really funny about it to me is he has select lines in English. Like, here and there, here and there, there's little, like, bits and pieces of English. Like, why is he in a steam room? Like, it's so random. Yeah. But it's still funny. Right? Oh, God. He's basically telling you to suck it. That's it, what it's doing. Like, it looks like the DX, like DX chop. Yeah. <laughs> so like that's weird. the that's the English line yeah. they choose. He is. I swear that's what he's doing. I, oh boy. But it's hilarious. So yeah, I can see how this can burn out quick though, because you know. Uh, yeah. So that's Gangnam Style. Oh, God. And it is it is super ridiculous, but it's funny. Uh, you know how you know something's gone too far? Yeah. Is when on something like the Today Show, they get the host of the show on stage with him. I did see that, but I didn't realize. They, that were them. they doing and it? And they were doing it with him. And yeah. that's where you go. You know what? I you saw a clip on Ellen like, and Britney Spears was learning from him yeah, how to do it. That's when it's just like, whoa. Yeah. You shouldn't even like go that far. <laughs> it's funny, though. But that's like just one of those earworm songs. Like, mm. I, I actually downloaded the song because it's, it's, really? it's so catchy. But um, that's that's not the only earworm we've talked about on this show. Uh-huh. There's another earworm that I was into that I've played before, and I'll play a little clip. Just I don't know how people haven't heard this, but anyway. So I talked about how I got hooked into the "Call Me Maybe" thing. Yeah, and then I got the rock version. That was a lot cooler. Done by yeah. E-Rock that I enjoyed. Well, someone went and created the ultimate earworm. Uh-oh. Because they took Gangnam Style, 
and Call Me Maybe and brought them together. And it's absolutely ridiculous. And <laughs> it's so wonderful. And I keep listening to it and I can't stop. <laughs> it's always in my head. They clearly had to slow him down a little bit. Yeah. Because this is the Call Me Maybe music. Yeah. They had to slow it down to that beat a little bit, yeah. Oh, God. It works it, so it well. It does work. It's crazy. I'm not going to play too much of it, but I'm like into it now. <laughs> it's Katy Perry time in here. Dance He's like party. bouncing in his chair. Oh my God. It's hilarious. It's, it's something. It's something. It really is like the ultimate earworm though. Just the combination of the two songs. Wow. Yeah. So uh <laughs> somebody sat and did that, huh? They did. Mm. They did. Was that you? No, you did, I wish I wish I had that kind of talent with editing music and stuff. I'd have a lot more uh I'd have a lot better things on this show if that was the case. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's Jeez. my last geek out. <laughs> <laughs> well, your geek out just became my freak out. Yeah, I'm no, sorry I had to expose you to that, but you know. <laughs> that's like the reverse of it is like one man's gold is another man's trash. <laughs> yeah. If people want to hear the entire version, there is a post on thegeekgeneration.com yeah. that has the entire song there. So you can check that out. <laughs> right, let's do freakouts. Wow. Oh, freak out. I just want to hang myself now. <laughs> it's just, I, I watch these things and I just go, wow, where's society going? It's I know. It's like weird. the zombie apocalypse will be so bittersweet. I'll be in my recliner with my hands up, shotgun across my lap, just going, this is beautiful. <laughs> in a way. In a way, but now i got to shoot Heather because she's a zombie. Oh, she wouldn't last. Got any free Oh, guns? my God. Yeah. Speaking Aside of that, from just the fact that I, got, I played I that. I got, like, uh, Facebook. You'll be listening like, to that later, by the way. Assaulted about, like, how I would not survive a zombie apocalypse. You did? Yeah. I ended up erasing the post because things were starting to go Why? too Why would you put? I don't even remember what I wrote. Yeah. But it somehow turned into, like, a kid was like, you, would, you wouldn't last 10 minutes. And I'm like, of course I would because in that situation, I'd throw a baby in front of a zombie to get away. Like, I don't even care. And I was <laughs> right. like, I'm serious. I would push a fat woman. I don't care. And it just kept deteriorating, deteriorating to the point where he's like starting to take jabs. I'm like, what the frick, I've man? seen that kind of retaliation before. Yeah. Against people on Facebook. Like, oh, all these people that are into the zombie apocalypse wouldn't last 10 minutes. And, yeah. Uh, it's like, who, it's not going to happen no, anyway. It's, so it's who cares? It's the whole cares? silly situation. But. Like the fact that even, I think that the people saying that are taking it way more seriously than the people yeah. who are like having fun with the whole getting prepared for right. the zombie apocalypse thing. Although there are people out there who are really prepared for it. There are, but it's... <laughs> Which then led to me like sitting there going, I can't stand people, so I need to just start erasing people from Facebook. I erased <laughs> like 30-something people the other day. And I can't stand arguing on Facebook. No, it's silly. It I mean, is. We've all done it. Yeah, it's but, super ridiculous. Uh, and then most of the time, people delete the post anyway. Yeah, so which it was is just what a I waste. Did. Like, if you post anything political, I think that's what it was. I posted something about like the stupidity of this whole of the election and this whole oh, politics yeah. stuff, and it just deteriorates. You end up having to delete it because somebody starts arguing with somebody else who don't even know each other. They yeah. just you're the mutual contact, and it just. But I end up doing that. like I started just deleting people left and right off Facebook. Who I'm just like, ah, uh, do I like you? Nah, eh, not really. Gone. Gone. Which some of which were Heather's friends. I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. Like talking, yeah, I don't know. Which I know is going to be brought up at some point. Like, how yeah, come but if Mike deleted us off Facebook? If you're not really friends with a person, well, one, what's the harm? One was Ashley, her best friend. Oh, really? Well, it's like, you know, this is what I don't get. Like, you, you spend like for months, I've, I've called or sent text message or yeah. Facebook message. You get no response. So I'm yep. going, well, obviously, you don't want to communicate with me. So then I don't really need to communicate with yeah. you. I had someone before who removed me. Mm-hmm. And I had tr- I went on their wall to post something. Yeah. And I realized I wasn't friends with them anymore. Yeah. And then I sent them a message. I'm like, what? Uh, I actually was like, because it's someone I was friendly with. Yeah. It's not like we were just Facebook friends. And I know Facebook has glitches, too. So I'm mm-hmm. like, did you mean to like unfriend us or whatever? She's like, oh, yeah, I unfriended really basically everybody just to see who would message me <laughs> and like who actually wanted to be my friend. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
Like it was like a test to see. So, so you went through and erased two hundred people. <laughs> right, you know how time right. Consuming that is, it wasn't. It, it was time consuming to erase yeah. thirty people. Yeah. So, uh, but I mean, we're, we're friends again on Facebook. Oh well, but, everything's okay then. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it is interesting. How many people would even notice? Mm. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, freaking out. I I have to bring it up because okay. it's eating away at me. Okay. I, I got here. I got here, and I'm having a good day. And we're gonna record. And you were just like, I have to show you. This conversation that's taking place. Yeah. Those fucking idiot guys that we used to wrestle with. Yeah. I just really, it, I, I shouldn't let this bother me, but it does because I'm like, where, where, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Like they chose to continue to hang out with, with Jess. Yep. Okay. That's For people fine. who don't, aren't aware. We do right. have some new listeners. I was once engaged. Yes. Uh, it was called uh, a practice engagement. It was, <laughs> it was learning. Uh, it was practice in, in what you don't want to have. Sure. This was like the ultimate wrong path. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a wrong person and uh and all this since has shown how I, it, wrong that person right, was for where you. you know she she obviously whatever she can latched on to the guys that i used to wrestle with yep as a way to probably get back at me and be like haha you know what i mean like you lost your friends to me right which is fine because apparently we weren't that friendly anyway but it's just that now it's been quite some time and we're continuing to try to take jabs to the point where now you actually got drawn into it by, I think, accident. By Although, accident. Something I might not have seen but these made guys me mad. had so little respect for me and awareness of me yep. that they thought you were engaged to Jess. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell what happened on my side yeah. just just for to clarify. This whole thing is just stupid. And, like, people just are stupid. So, like, the guy who runs the promotion we used to wrestle for, uh, NCW. I'm just going to say it because yeah. whatever. Um, and there's probably so many promotions out there called NCW in the country. Who knows? Yeah. But we, we used to wrestle for NCW and the guy who runs it and one of the other guys who's been around forever with it, they were at a journey concert with Mike's ex fiance and had posted a picture of the three of them there. And that, as far as I knew, like you said, she wasn't mm-hmm. even that close with them when you guys were no. dating and then just latched onto him after mm-hmm. you broke up. Which is not cool. And, no. and I think she, she can be allowed to do whatever she wants here. The anger is at the friend, the quote unquote friends. Right. That we used to wrestle Who with. Who I knew for what, three years prior right. to her even coming into the picture. Who should be the ones making the better judgments right. here? Because after a breakup, you like, she's not, whatever. Yeah. That's beside the Let's point. Let's not give any of them right. really credit here. Right. It's just right. A kind of an annoyance. So I saw the is. picture up there. And uh, another wrestler had commented, oh, is that Rob Impact? Mm. And then another one said, oh, that is Rob Impact. And that used to be one of my wrestling gimmick names at yeah. one point. So I commented and I'm like, who's Rob Impact? Like, what's I don't understand what the, the joke yeah. is here. Are you guys making jokes behind my back? Yeah, because I don't wrestle anymore. And maybe there was something you guys didn't like about me that is coming out now. Like, that's that's not cool. So I get a message from the guy who posted the picture and who was in it. And he's like, oh, I, I wasn't meaning uh, nothing. There was meaning to be offensive. Uh, that other wrestler thought that you were with Jess. Yeah. And started calling her Rob Impact as like a joke. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. So now we're making jokes about the fact yeah. like it has like you said, it, they don't they didn't even know that Jess was your ex fiance yeah. for one. So clearly. They, they couldn't have been that friendly with you. Yeah. And, and some of those guys we had known for only maybe like a year Couple or years, two. Yeah. But still, and it, it doesn't matter that they were calling her Rob Impact. Yeah. If they had called her Mike Volpe or what, or any other gimmick Which, name or scene of or whatever. They'd been able to link me. Right. Maybe that's, I almost feel like they did it on purpose, but they didn't link me. I, oh, I, I just stumbled upon it oh, in my news feed. It wasn't like your no, name was high. No, no, no. Oh, all right. Cause then it wouldn't have shown up Rob Impact. That's yeah, not my that's name true. on Facebook. So I saw that and uh, and the message like and I went back to him and I'm like, what are you? Even if it said Mike Volpe and they were calling her Mike Volpe, mm. it's disrespectful that the first question is why are you guys spending so much time yeah. with one of your close friends' ex fiancés when clearly they had a bad end to right. what they're doing. Even though we're not wrestling now, doesn't mean we're never going to again. Yeah. So why are you going to put yourself in a situation where we might be in the ring with you and you're pissing us off? Oh yeah, yeah. I think for one second, I'm not gonna really put you in a chokehold. Yeah, but it's I just mean, it's stupid, stupid it decision it making. Stupid. It's horrible loyalty 
because they were like, I don't understand why we can't all just be friends because it doesn't work that way. Yeah. You no, guys weren't friends with her before. You really weren't. I think you're more angry. I'm, right now. I'm, I'm angry. I, it's frustrating. I'm angry for you because I, I am like, cause I'm trying to let it roll off my yeah. back and it's really difficult. I'm like, I'm trying to move forward. I'm like, but it's like, it's almost like that annoying mosquito that just yeah. keeps coming at you. No matter how many times you swat. I get accused thing. of being really empathic. And I think while it's one of my best, traits and allows me to do what i do really well uh for my job and everything it's also it, there's a really hard negative side to where i feel the things that other people yeah. feel and now i'm feeling all your anger well, it's, it's very it's, frustrating it's it's it, like we were shaking yeah before recording because we were so mad yeah so so they got to us they yeah. were, it was effective in what she's i mean it's all and the fact they don't understand what they're just happy to be hanging out with a girl <laughs> that's probably it because one's yeah, they're both fat slobs. So yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, like I said, it's inevitable that at some point we're gonna end up, you know, in a room together. There's there chances are good that we yeah. will cross paths again. It's just gonna. I mean, I'm not gonna swing. Well, yeah, I'm not. There's not no threats of violence here, but enjoyable. it's yeah. they're gonna look stupid. Yeah. Any any time. friendship that was going on, pretty much done. Yeah. Pretty much done. They kind of killed and burned that bridge. Yeah. So. Well it's done, just guys. Frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Round of applause. Round Thank of you. applause. Good job. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. I hate to say any other freakouts, but uh, um, yeah. I'm just like, uh, I, I just every day is just like I just wanna. I'm at the point now where I think I want to sell my house and yeah. move past my sister. Yeah. We've bitched about this in the past and things were getting better and now it's just getting worse. So we're right back to I need a roommate. I know, but I can't move up here. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> like forty five minutes to get to work. Mm. <laughs> well, that's what I'm dealing with right <laughs> well, now. Well, I don't want it's just like I don't know. I really wanted to keep the house. There's yeah. no mortgage. It was paid off. It's, it was left to her and I but it's that point where it's like neither I mean, I really I mean, I'm gonna get married here. Mm -hmm. I need to move forward and I can't one day be like, Oh yeah, like to the kids, like, oh, yeah, auntie lives upstairs right, right. because she ain't leaving. That's yeah. the thing. The kid ain't leaving. It's just like, but it's like, oh, it's just that frustration now, too, of like, I got to put it on the market. What are we even going to get for it? Mm -hmm. Where am I going to go? It's just like, I am starting to like the idea of just being in a house with just me, Heather, and the dog. Yeah. At this and, point, and, is and it the even. the stress and the frustration, too, that comes with. Is everything. it a big deal to even say, what am I going to get for it at this point? Because what you would get out of just moving forward, I think, would make up for any monetary loss that you might encounter. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's getting to that point for it you. It is. It's just getting to the point where the whole thing is just overwhelming and frustrating. Yeah. You know? But then I sit there and I go, well, is it really any better anywhere else? My, it's not like it's going to be cheaper. Mm -hmm. Even if I sell it and apply it towards a house, there's still a mortgage. There's still taxes. Well, yeah. And, you know. You could always get an apartment. Yeah. There's transitional phases, man. You can get an apartment yeah. for a year or two and then like wait and see what happens with the market. And right. so you never know. Oh, it's just so frustrating. Yeah. Mm. I just can't live with her anymore. That is terrible. It is terrible, Charlie. It's terrible. Charlie Barkley. <laughs> Charlie Barkley. Charlie Barkley. It's terrible. like Charlie Barklet. Did you see that movie? Charlie Bartlett. Bartlett. Yeah, I that did. Was it was good. Oh, I thought it was all right. I, oh, I liked bored. it. That was the first time I think I saw Kat Dennings. I think she's in that. Mm. Prior to her two broke girls days. Oh. I enjoyed it. it All right. Moment. You're trying to freak out. <laughs> My first freak out is uh, late show intros. And oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I talked about alphas. And um, one thing that they're not doing well, and I don't know why even bother at this point. When you have when you're seven minutes into an episode. Why are we doing the show intro at that point? <laughs> like we're clearly we're well established. Invested, we're yeah. chewing on our popcorn. We're in <laughs> alphas. What the frig? The last like I say alpha specifically because they've been guilty of it at least like the last four or five weeks. They're the earliest I've seen is five minutes into the episode. The latest I've seen, I've seen eleven minutes in. Wow. Seriously? Out of uh, out of it's an hour long episode, but that only means it's like forty four minutes tops. So you're yeah. Oh, so you're God. a quarter into the show and they're showing the intro? Just you might as well just start I don't know the episode. Why shows with even it. do intros anymore? Well, they're, like, all right, I the like title some comes of up. Yeah. You should be like, like Lost did it so easy. Just like, more is the title, and then and, and, yeah, yeah. But then if we didn't have show intros, we wouldn't have those memorable like theme show songs. That's and, a whole other conversation. Those are disappearing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is a whole other conversation. It will be a whole other show. It will be. It will be. So I, I just, I'm like, what is the point? Yeah, seven There's minutes no in, point. just just stay with the episode now. 
<laughs> you missed your opportunity. You did. Uh, here's my other free guy. I've been saving this up for a couple weeks. Mm. And uh, you had your explosion story. Yeah. And this isn't as bad. Not nearly as bad. But it is my version oh, of no. the explosion story. Because I had an incident oh, a no. couple weeks ago that uh, it was out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. I didn't even feel sick the day of. Yep. Nothing. This thing came out. I was sleeping. No. I was sleeping. And there was no explosion that happened here. So don't get oh. ahead and think that my butt's exploding. But it is involving my butt. And that's uh-huh. why I bring it up. Because butt stuff's funny. Butt stuff's funny. We've said that many <laughs> times on the show. Butt stuff is funny. So I'm. it's like 3.30 in the morning or something. And I wake up. And of course, I work the next day. Of course. So I wake up at 3.30. And I just felt uncomfortable. Mm. Like I couldn't pinpoint it because I was still hazy waking up. Mm-hmm. I just felt uncomfortable. And then I was like, oh, whatever. I'll just I'll roll over, go back to sleep. I thought it was just one of those times where I woke up and yeah. just felt whatever. So I, I rolled over and I'm I'm starting to go back to sleep. And then I'm feeling like clenching. Mm. Like I'm clenching like <laughs> I'm clenching like tight. Yeah. And I'm like, my butt hurts. <laughs> Why does my butt hurt? And make any joke you want yeah, about yeah. that. But and it's it's almost it's an open door that's almost too easy to yeah. walk through. But I'm like, why? Why does my butt hurt? This is not normal. And I thought maybe I ate something and I was like super constipated or whatever. Cause yeah. you can feel that sometimes if you're like backed up yeah. <laughs> and it just hurts and you're like, well, I got to go use the bathroom. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm super tired, but I'm going to go try and use in the bathroom because I, I can't get rid of this yeah. pain. There was like a sharp pain in my butt. <laughs> and yeah. There was nobody with me. This doesn't sound good. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I walked down to the bathroom. <laughs> There's nobody with me. There's nobody with me. So <laughs> that person came and gone. Oh, <laughs> oh! See, that's the door. That's what I'm talking about. So I walk downstairs and I, I go sit on the toilet and I'm like, just wait. You're just waiting for something to happen. And I'm in pain. I'm in pain. Like hand on the wall pain. Oh my god! Nothing is happening. Nothing. And I'm like, what the? In my mind, I'm just like, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Then all of a sudden, this like wave rushes over me. From my stomach upward. Yeah. And I'm like, I have to throw up. Oh, my God. I have to throw up. So I dropped down and I'm like getting ready, like in throw up position. I dry heaved a couple times. Yeah. Didn't throw up. (laughs) And now I'm stressing. Yeah. So now I start getting anxious. My vertigo kicks in. The room starts to spin. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I have to lay down. I I don't know what's going. I'm going to die. I'm gonna die because that's my head does that. My body doesn't know whether to make it go down or come up. <laughs> my my over analytical brain yeah. jumps right to the worst case scenario. I'm like, yeah, I have too. a disease I didn't know about for years. I'm gonna die right now. <laughs> right now, I'm gonna die. I just woke up at three thirty in the morning. I went uh, to try and poop. I went to try and puke, and this is how I'm gonna die. <laughs> horrible thoughts. It is horrible. Horrible thoughts. Then I start sweating profusely. I feel like I'm going into shock. Mm-hmm. I lay down. I'm gonna and as soon as I lay down, I'm like, oh, this feels better. I'm not even on a cold floor because we have the bath mat in there and stuff. So, like, you know how that happens when you get, like, hot and sweaty. I'm laying down. I'm like, this feels better. But I still don't feel right. I fell asleep. On the bathroom floor. I fell asleep. I didn't even pull up my pants. I was just going to ask. I didn't even pull up my pants. So, I'm... I lay. <laughs> Just imagine what that would have looked like. Yeah. I laid down on the bathroom floor. My pants are down. My ass is hanging out. Um, I fell asleep on the floor for at least 20 minutes. Yeah. I wake up. Yeah. I have the sweat because you, you sweat when you sleep, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I overheat sometimes when I sleep. Maybe I just had to clear something out of my system through my pores. Mm. I wake up. I feel fine. Wow, that's weird. Totally fine. Didn't have to use the bathroom at this point. Didn't have to throw up. Just feeling, like, clammy and sweaty. Yeah. Fine. I went back upstairs. I went back to sleep. <laughs> And That's I'm like, so weird. what the yeah. hell just happened? That was like a nightmare. I know. Part of me is like, did that happen? I'm yeah. pretty sure that happened. But I don't know. That's it, weird. It, it freaked me out. It's almost so like your bad. body was just like, we have to get this out of us, but we don't know which way. Oh, never mind. Right. It tried two ways. Yeah. And then it just goes, I'm going to sweat it all out, whatever Ugh. this is. And it's, it's when stuff like that happens, it freaks me out a lot because I, I don't get sick for the most part. Mm. Aside from the vertigo thing that's been going on on and off for years, I really don't get sick. I have a pretty good immune system. Mm. The last time I threw up, I think, was when I got a concussion, which was in college. Oh. Which is yeah. years ago, like 
probably 2000 when did this happen 2006 so it's been like six years since i've thrown up wow so when i get that sensation it's nerve-wracking it's something yeah it's stressful Mm -hmm. something's wrong and I, I just have no idea. And I was gonna, I was gonna go on like uh, WebMD, and I'm like, no, no, Don't no, no. That. I will get every disease that I read do on there Google if I go that. on there. Yeah. That is the worst possible scenario. After that, but it, oh wow, dude, oh my god, it's a scary feeling. It's super scary. Yeah. So, um, Ugh. I don't know how to, <laughs> I don't know how to take the seriousness out of the situation. Other than this, Open Gangnam Style. <laughs> Laying on the bathroom, sweating, yep. butt out. That's my Gangnam style. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll stop that now. <sighs> nice. Yeah. So it's no explosion story. No, but that's scary. But I'm curious. And I'm almost. And it hasn't happened since. It hasn't no. happened since. No, nothing came up as a result of it. It was just like that one uncomfortable half hour mm. that felt like an eternity. Miserable. Mm-hmm. And then just gone. So I'm wondering if if people have stories like that in our audience. Mm. Because you've shared I one have. that was seems like forever ago at this point. Uh only a year ago. Yeah, yeah. And then that's my butt story. So Hopefully there won't be another one. No, no, because that was very uncomfortable. Uh, But I I would, I'd be very interested in. But, 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 but. I'd be very interested in hearing other people's stories. Yeah, definitely. So uh, send them in if you got them. Whether it be voicemail, whether it be, I I almost prefer email just because we can read it and take our time with it. And sometimes we hit audio issues with the voicemail. But uh, send them into the podcast at thegeekgeneration.com if you got any like weird. Weird ass stories like that. Weird ass stories. Bring them on. Uh, yeah. So we're going to take a break. Okay. We're going to come back. We have a ton of great listener emails that we're going to take a look at. Good. So we'll be right back. Hey, Amazon users. If you'd like to help support the show, please go to thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon, which will bring you right to the Amazon homepage. If you make a purchase after using this link, you've helped the show by earning us a commission, and it won't cost you any extra money. Please use this link for all your future Amazon shopping. That's thegeekgeneration.com slash Amazon. Hi, guys. I'm Eddie McClintock. This is Charisma Carpenter. This is TNA Tara. Hey, this is Allie Baker. Hey, this is Chris Hardwick. Hello, Taryn Southern here. Hi, this is John Schneider. Hey, this is Chris Gord. Hey, I'm Scott Herman. Hi, this is Jeff Katz. And of all the generations in the world, my favorite is the Geek Generation. 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 I love that. Yay. Feels epic. It is good. Super epic. Uh, we have a whole bunch of listener feedback to get to, so we're going to jump into the listener mailbag. Oh, my God. You've got mail. You bastard. First one comes in uh, in regards to episode 99. Oh. So we've been sitting on some of these for a while. We apologize yeah. we haven't gotten to your emails recently, but we've had we had the video game nostalgia. Then we had so much to talk about last week, and we're getting to it now. So uh, sorry about that, guys. But the first one comes in from J.E., and uh, it's in regards to Brian's rant on episode 99 about the uh, the girl that did him wrong. Oh, yeah. So we had asked for female advice yeah. as to how to deal with that situation. So uh, she says, I really like the latest podcast you guys did, but I also liked how you vented to everyone because sometimes it's hard to do. So if you like that, I hope you enjoyed my ass story. Yeah, just okay. a moment. <laughs> Anyways, I'm a female. Yes, you have a female listener. <laughs> and maybe I could help a bit. Honestly, though, you guys pretty much said it all. That lady obviously has something going on that she can't tell you about. It's either another man or she's afraid of relationships slash commitment. There's probably something in her past that she doesn't want to deal with. Probably has something to do with her dad. I'm a psychology major if that helps at all. Timing is definitely everything, unfortunately. So in the meantime, you should see other people ASAP. Mm-hmm. But Rob mentioned how women always play head games and not all of them do. Yes, I made a bit of a broad generalization. Yeah. <laughs> a broad a generalization about oh. broads. <laughs> we just lost our listener. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> no more female. Uh, yeah, not all of them do, but maybe just the ones that yeah. I've. It, it seems the like part. the majority of yeah. them. Yeah. 
Uh, she continues, I'm sorry that you've dated immature women. I think it's unfair. I understand why you'd think that because some women use head games as a means of control, and it pisses me off because it gives females a bad rep. But that's something immature people do to control others and prevent themselves from getting hurt. She probably wasn't ready for a relationship, and I'm sorry that you had to deal with that. All I can say is that you should move on and look for mature people uh, that have their shit together. Dating online is hard because you won't know unless you meet the person. But don't give up. If you stop looking for someone or pretend you've stopped caring, you will not be very happy in the long run. It's really hard to meet people, but just let it happen. If you close yourself off to other people, then you may become lonely and closed off like her. Hopefully in the future, she will realize she made a mistake, but who knows? Good luck. Sorry for the long email. I don't mind giving advice. It's good. Solid. Definitely psychology major. Yeah. Solid information. Very good. I, I too, have been on the uh, the online dating sites. Not like the bigger ones. But just like free ones. <laughs> yeah. Just kind of. And I, I realize it's something I haven't put a lot of energy into in recent years. Mm-hmm. And the reason I'm single is pretty much my own fault. I'm not really seeking it. I've been so busy with other things. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, you know what? I'd like to have someone. So I'll, I'll look into it. Yeah. Why not? So I've been out there and I've actually had conversations with certain people. There were years that I just didn't even get responses from people. I'm like, what is so yeah. wrong with what I do that <laughs> that it just turns people off right away? Uh, but I've had the weirdest experience was I had a conversation with someone. There's like messaging on the site that I'm using. Oh. And um, I had like a half hour conversation with someone before I went to bed one night. It was the first exchange I ever had with them. I'm like, wow, this person's pretty cool. And uh, the exchange was really good. It was mm-hmm. all like very flirty. Uh, haha, the whole time. I wake up the next morning because I said we'd chat again. So like the next night I was going to go send another message. I was like, this user has blocked you. I'm like, Odd. what the hell? Yeah, what the <laughs> like what the hell happened? It was it was probably the best conversation I've had on a dating site. Yeah. yeah. And and I could show you the conversation. Well, no, I can't. I don't think I have it anymore. Mm. But you you would be like nothing nothing here is weird. It was it was probably more confident than I ever act because it's mm-hmm. easier behind a a yeah. computer or something, but freaking weird, man. That is weird. It's very strange. Uh-huh. Uh another email comes in from Greg W. Oh. Who says, hey guys, I've been listening for a few months and I've really become a fan of your podcast, but there's something that just might make me stop listening. One of your hosts has a habit of overusing the phrase, you know, and it's incredibly distracting. I find myself paying more attention to hearing you know than the point he is trying to make. Despite really enjoying listening to the breakdown of The Dark Knight Rises, I had to stop and move on to a different podcast altogether. And even sites, check out episode 94, 50 minutes, 30 seconds for an example. I hope this comes off as constructive and not mean-spirited. So he's not saying he doesn't listen anymore. He's just trying to keep us constructive. Uh And unfortunately, Brian's not here this week. And I would love to uh, address this with him here. But we couldn't just sit on these emails forever. So I had to get this out and get it taken care of. Um, Yeah, he does say, you know, a lot. And I spend a lot of time editing out of episodes. And we all have our little quirks and our little go to phrases. I take out a lot of my ums here and there because I do do them. Apparently, uh, I keep making noise with my water bottle. Yes, yeah, so that I told him not to do anymore. <laughs> but you occasionally have the algae sniffles going on, mm-hmm. and some of those get edited out. Some of them just can't. And the video game episode especially, I spent an insane amount of time editing because we had Brian's headphones were smacking a lot and making a ton of noise. I couldn't pull them all out. But that's the reason Brian's not on the show. Mm-hmm. He wasn't on last week, and he's not on this week. And that's the reason is that we don't. We we can't have the disruption in audio quality because we're trying to do good content here. Yeah. And it's something I just don't have time for. Like I said, this is I'm more busy now than I've ever been. So unless, unless we can figure out we have to figure out a way to get Brian involved in a technological uh, way that supports the show mm-hmm. and it's not detracting from it. So uh, when we figure that out, he'll be back on, hopefully. But I do have to play the clip that he suggested I listen to because the fans need to hear it. So. I I listened to it and I didn't even realize it was as much as he said it was until I listened back and picked it up. And I've highlighted the clips with little dings so you'll know exactly when they're coming. This is a, what, like 27 second clip. So here it is. They ended it so brilliantly. And, um, you know, obviously a callback to the beginning of the movie when Alfred had said, you know, his dream would be to show up. uh, I forget where. Um. Oh yeah, going into the cafe and yeah, going to the cafe and see. And, he had said know, like Italy or something. Yeah, it's no, noticing you know Bruce and you know knowing that he you know was free of this you know and living be able to live his own life and you know and of course they you know they, 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 they do the whole. 
So 27 seconds. Yeah. Eight. Eight you knows. Mm. Which means an average of a you know every three seconds. I can see how that would kind of bug somebody. Yeah. So this is not taking a shot at anybody, but it, it's something we need to address. I actually appreciate things like that. I know I say uh, I said amazing a lot during the video game nostalgia episode. And listening back, I was like, oh, my God, I say amazing a lot. So it's something I'm trying to th- like run through the thesaurus in my head and switch. I can't say the thesaurus that well. <laughs> thesaurus. <laughs> it doesn't roll off the tongue for me. Ah. Um, and I, I stutter here and there, too. So I definitely have little things. Nobody's perfect. No, no. We're not expecting people to be perfect. But we, we work on it. So we'll, we'll get better. Keep listening, please. <laughs> uh, next one comes in from co-host Anna Zifkak. Oh. And she says, Rob, funny thing. You skipped over Soul Calibur during your video game nostalgia episode. Do you have a bad association with this game? Hugs, Anna. P.S. Bring it. I'm, I'm going to assume right now that she kicked your butt in the game. Um, this, is this a jab by Anna? Because she's good at this. <laughs> this is a jab by Anna. Uh-huh. I think it's something we might have referenced at some point, but we still have yet to tell the story. I'm going to wait until Anna's in here. I will address the Soul Calibur story between myself and Anna. Mm. It's more than just video games. I'll say that much. Uh, but I will... <laughs> we got to get her in here soon. Yeah, it's it's a great story, and it's one that I've I've always wanted to tell. I, it's one I knew I was going to tell when I started the podcast at some point, mm-hmm. and I was hoping we would have all three parties involved in here. But unfortunately, uh, Wally... Just doesn't have that much time for the show anymore. He hasn't been on a long time. So he would have been the third point of view in this story that we're going to tell. But I will. I, it wasn't on purpose that I skipped over it. Like I mentioned before, I skipped over a ton of stuff in that mm-hmm. show that I could do a whole another show on. But she's just she wanted to just dig that in. So nice. thanks, Anna. Hugs and kisses. <laughs> thanks a lot. Uh, the next one comes in from a writer from the site, Damien Cranshaw. Damien says, hey, guys. You guys have told us your guilty pleasures on air and had us send some, but how about your kryptonite? What is one thing that you'd call your true weakness? I know for me it's cotton balls. I cannot stand to touch them, and <laughs> ripping them apart in elementary art class was next to impossible. They send a shiver up my spine and freak me out. It's torture. So what food, object, idea, or any other thing would you consider to be your personal kryptonite? What can we use against you in case you start using your powers for evil? <laughs> P.S. I got my Geek Gen shirt and it's become my new Monday shirt so I can listen to each new show in style. Cue Rob's plug for the store. Uh, Thanks, Damien. Uh, if you want to buy <laughs> a shirt from us, like Damien's saying he's wearing, you can go to thegeekgeneration.com slash store. And uh, right now, actually leading up to New York Comic Con, you can get the Geek Generation shirts for $15. They're normally $18. Uh, they are on sale for 15 right now and they will be until this weekend, the weekend of New York Comic Con. Uh-huh. So you can get those right now if you want. Check it out or get cool. some of the other shirts while you're there. So personal kryptonites. Oh, spiders. Spiders. Without a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. I just can't. Like, I I, I don't know. I freeze and then I freak out. And, do you oh. kill them or do you just not? It, you just need uh, to stay that, away. That will depend on the size yeah. of the spider. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In my mind, they're all like five feet long. Sure, and, like, sure. I have like eight foot arm length. So have like, you seen arachnophobia? I saw that movie and freaked the crap like, out of the you? entire time. I just felt like spiders were crawling on me. Yeah. Like I was like so tense. Did you make it through? I made it through. Wow. Yeah. I don't know how. Oh, <laughs> I've only, I only watched it once. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't know. I just can't. I can't do it. They just freak me out. Like they'll be in the bedroom or they'll be outside the house or, you know, what's worse. The gym that I'm training out of. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. There's a swamp out in the back okay. behind the gym. Yeah. So you get a lot of bugs in that area, so which means you get a lot of spiders. And like when you're walking up to the door, if you look up towards like the overhang on the building, mm-hmm. it's not like there's one or two. Oh, this no. is like a full on infestation of spiders. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, I freak out because the the way I found out was I was in the gym and the owner was like, "Hey." Could you go outside for a second? I want you to go outside and look up. I got to show you something. Yep. And when I walked out, he locked the door and I looked up and saw them all and immediately turned around to open the door and he's laughing and pointing at me. And I'm like, let me in, let me in. Like it was, yeah, fortunately they didn't touch me, but oh yeah. no, I don't do spiders. Like I have to vacuum them up and then I let the vacuum cleaner run for like a minute just yep. to make sure that it can't crawl out. 
Oh, God, it's just gross. There are so many things I can think of for this, which is probably bad that I have so many personal kryptonites. Yeah. But in relation to Damien's, where he said, like, the pulling apart of cotton balls, mm-hmm. since it's the texture and everything. For me, texturally, too much flour on bread. Oh. And I, I just got, like, a little shiver huh. just picturing it in my head when you take a bite and you have that, like, flour built oh, up. Yeah. And, ooh, I don't. It's not like a personal. Like, I'll still eat it. I just don't care for that texture. So I guess maybe that doesn't fit. But it just reminded me of that based on. His mm. cotton ball thing. But for me, onions. Yeah. Onions are my personal kryptonite. I despise onions to a level that I can't even tell you. I don't know why to this day, to this day, my parents will not. Well, my mom's the cook. My dad's really not. My mom will not just leave onions out of things on my benefit. And I won't take things with onions to school because I don't have time to pick them all out. Mm. She I, like she used to call me a surgeon because even like spaghetti pasta that has the mm. little, little small diced onions. I would pick every single one out really? of the sauce while I ate it. I cannot stand onions. How long did it take you to eat dinner? Uh, it would take a while. Mm. It would take a while, which is why I was like picking them out of the pizza yeah, that we, we got recently pizza. got. Yeah, I just forgot. Yeah. Heather didn't know. Fortunately, it was in bigger pieces, so it was easier yeah, to remove. Big, like, but rings. it even leaves like onion taste and i'm just so like you can't Ugh. eat onion rings that's too bad oh onion god i can't that no. would be the kryptonite yeah a plate of onion rings onion. so onions and fried that would kill oh. me because fried foods don't mm. sit well onions and yogurt oh yeah. i can't do yogurt either the smell alone makes me nauseous do not like it Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh. <laughs> yogurt is the worst thing ever they're like little that's not really yogurt. they're like little <laughs> grenades to me because yeah. they don't they don't stay closed <laughs> they explode all mm-hmm. the time and it's all a little yogurt grenade and it might as well be a real one for me <laughs> it's so gross uh, so gross onions and yogurt i hate so those I are, don't really have any food ones those are my personal kryptonites mm. i don't know if you could really take me out with onions but I just hate them. I hate them. They don't add anything. I hate them. <laughs> they add flavor. No, that's a lie. Every time I made something without onions in it, I like it better. Mm. And I can eat it without paranoia. <laughs> They've tried to hide them on me, too. My mom's tried so many different things. She cuts them up super, super small, so maybe I won't see them. Yeah. I'm like, you're just delaying this. <laughs> My process is just being delayed. So here. I, yeah. So okay. now she just cuts them big so I can take them out easier. Uh, last email. What about... Oh, no, they don't write what? No, like Funyuns. Does it bother you because it has onion in it? I just wouldn't eat it. You don't like Funyuns? In general, I wouldn't even bother. It's onion flavored. Why yeah. Why bother with that? Just curious. <laughs> it's not really onion. They're like, I'm going to eat the thing that's flavored like the thing I hate. It's what I mean, I'm not going to really eat. I find that they taste like onion. I'm not going to eat banana flavored anything because I hate banana. So it's like banana yogurt. Ugh. Ew, no, banana yeah. yogurt would be terrible. Uh, last one comes in from Matthew Boyd, who says, hey, Robin, gentlemen. Again, people are under the assumption that we have gentlemen here, but we really don't. I was listening to the podcast and you were talking about the amount of crap that is being rebooted, which we have several times. Mm. Although I haven't seen it yet, I'm kind of okay with Total Recall being done. However, I don't feel the same way about Red Dawn. And by the way, Total Recall should not have been done. I saw the original after seeing the remake. The remake was not good. The original was far better. Uh, However, I don't feel the same way about Red Dawn. And just last week I saw on IMDb that there may be an ALF movie. Oh, really? WTF, he says, why would they make a movie about an annoying alien that likes to eat cats? I mean, if I ate pussy, then I might as well, then I might watch, but that's something else entirely. That's terrible. That's just not terrible. That's a, that's that's a terrible. bad joke. So what do you, I know you'd be excited for an ALF movie. Yeah, I don't think it's, I, I don't, I own the first few seasons of ALF. I haven't picked up on the rest of them. And it's been um, long enough, one would think. And it's not even a well, reboot because it's, it's a movie they instead have of TV. kept him in the loop. Yeah. Well, only a few years ago, they had him host something on like TV land. Oh, yeah. He was the host of the entire, of like a block of older shows. Mm-hmm. And they were rerunning his show. So, oh. no, I, I think ALF is still, for anybody who, I don't know, I guess if you lived during the 80s and 90s, yeah. like you watched it. I think rebooting something is, kind of a weird word to say with an ALF movie because they're using the same, they can use the same puppet. Like <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think they're changing him or yeah. the idea. Like even them doing the Smurfs movie, I had no issue with. Mm. They hadn't done a Smurfs movie. I mean, it wasn't great, but it's not really a reboot. It's just another thing in the franchise. I, I guess it depends on what they're going to do with them. Yeah. Because like, you know, we'll have to wait and see what they're doing with the Ninja Turtles. That, oh, yeah. That could be one of those. All right, that worked or right. ooh, they rebooted it and that was not good. Right. Well, the Nickelodeon show just started the the CG 
animated Nickelodeon oh. show. I haven't watched the first episode yet, but I'm going to check it out and see. Uh, what else? He continues. This morning, I was getting caught up on my Nerdist podcast. And during the Quemens part of the live show in Houston, a member of the audience asked the guys what movie or movies from their childhood would they like to see rebooted? That has been a question I wanted to ask you, too. Maybe make it a top three. What are your top three movies from your childhood that you would like to see rebooted? So, uh, let, all right, let's do it. Let's make it a top oh, three. God. Three, two, one. All right. So, three movies from your childhood that you'd want to see rebooted. Go first. I'll go first. God, I already wrote tough. down my answer. This is answers, good. So this is tough. It's a good question, and we do hate reboots. So it's 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 a weird thing to even consider because you have to say at some level that there's a reason to do it. Well, he lists his. He says the last Starfighter with a sequel. I don't know why you would already jump to a sequel if you haven't even rebooted the franchise yet but he mm. wants specifically a sequel to it blazing saddles must be kept as close to the original and not made politically correct well then guess what not being remade <laughs> you can't make that movie again it was so impolitically incorrect there's no way you cannot you can make blazing saddles again and i don't think mm. they should that's not something you can remake an excalibur which i'm not familiar with no so i have nothing to list there for me uh, oh he has honorable mentions too: the explorers trading places and close encounters Close Encounters, I can see. Trading Places. Comedy, like comedy reboots, there's no real point to. And I think they've done that. Or something. No, that was Freaky Friday. Right. But then that's just a concept. What movie? Trading Places. Who was in that? Wasn't that the Eddie Murphy and um, Dan Aykroyd? Oh. And then they switch, I think. I'm thinking of a movie. I had a kid and and a guy and they switch bodies. There was like some little like lantern or statue that that did it. I can't remember what that movie was called. You're not thinking big, are you? But that's no. not a body switch. No. Okay. That was a good movie. Though. That was a great movie. Uh, I, I have three that I can name. And mine all, for the most part, are for special effects reasons. Because we have better effects than we did when they were first made. Mm-hmm. I would like to see these redone. And I actually have four. Because I couldn't, I couldn't decide which three of these to keep. This is one that's actually been talked about and that I would support. Flight of the Navigator. Mm-hmm. The special effects are so far beyond what they were. That they that would be an inter- it was a great concept. I don't think the movie was fantastic. It could be done better. Uh, weird science. Yeah, I would like to see with a much harder trick, <laughs> and uh, and some modern uh, comedian types. I'd like to see weird science, and I'd also like to see Spawn. Yeah, because given uh, the Spawn movie was not great, I'd like to see Spawn rebooted because we can pretend the first one didn't happen. And the special effects would make his cape and suit so much cooler now. Mm. My fourth one, I guess, is kind of an honorable mention, is The Wizard, which we talked about during the video yeah. game nostalgia episode, because I'd like to see them do something with modern games in that idea of The Wizard. But I don't know if it could be as recaptured thinking about it now as much as I did when I first thought of this. And now I'm like, eh, I don't know. This is this is tough. I'm, st- I'm still sitting here going, I have no friggin' idea. Yeah. I really just don't like the reboot thing. Hey, if you'd rather reboot nothing, then the answer's nothing for you. Yes. No one's forcing you to come up with I'm a reboot. I'm thinking reboots. like, well, what would be good to be rebooted? Right. I mean, you're right away you think it's uh, scary because I'm like, I don't know if the reboot's going to be good. It could make it it could like hurt it. Like if the Ninja Turtles thing really sucks, I'm going to be like that. Yeah. There's no hope. I can understand <laughs> rebooting Ninja Turtles. Yeah. I support a reboot, not necessarily the one they're doing. Well, like the one they already tried to do, the CG one. The CG one was great. Was great, yeah. but I want to see live action. Right, right. So, know, yeah, I support that. It. But there's there's a lot of things that, like, your mind goes right to classics, and you're like, oh, what's... But then you go, mm. wait, it's a classic for a reason. Right. It shouldn't be like, rebooted. Let's reboot the Goonies. No. No. No, you're going to die if you reboot the Goonies. <laughs> Back to the Future, I would no way. slaughter people. No, that yeah. can't happen. Yeah. Yeah, no. nothing. I'm even trying no, to think of okay. movies that I saw that were bad that could have been like, well, you know what? Let's that was a good idea. I I think I would need more thought on this. Yeah, no, that's okay. To look back into that, maybe come back with it another time. Yeah, okay. Uh, Dan Great from question, Baltimore, though. it is, it is. Dan from Baltimore writes in, "Hey, Geek Generation, I enjoyed your recent look back at your video game memories and was curious to hear about your movie memories. Well, summer movies to be exact." All the talk of this past summer had me thinking of the greatest years for summer movies. Many point to 1982 as the best year for summer movies with films like Blade Runner, E.T., Poltergeist, Star Trek II, The Thing, Tron, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and The Road Warrior being released. 
When you have more recent summer movies like 2008 that had Iron Man, Dark Knight, Wally, The Incredible Hulk, and Tropic Thunder, 2008 may not be the greatest year ever, but at least it was a solid summer. Mm-hmm. I was curious to hear your thoughts on this summer's movies as a whole and if it should stack up with some of the greatest. Also, what was one of your favorite years for summer movies and why? The the second episode. question, mm. yeah, the second question, I don't know if I can get into because I would literally have to go back and do the research because yeah. I don't, I just don't remember which movies came out which summer off the top yeah. of my head. But as far as this summer's movies, I don't know. I think it was an okay summer. Mm-hmm. It, we had the Avengers, yep. which can't be overlooked. We had the good. Dark Knight Rises. Uh, we had what else did we have? The Amazing Spider Man was mediocre for me. Mm. Uh, I I don't know. I did like a lot of the stuff I watched. This summer, but I'm not like was it a jumping up and down about it. I mean, the Avengers and Dark Knight Rises alone kind of make it a pretty phenomenal summer. Mm -hmm. I didn't see a lot of the other like geeky things that we should have been excited about. Like, I still have to see Looper, which I'm pumped about, which is kind of geeky and I think would be. And it's kind of just at the end of the summer movies. I remember in the in the winter looking forward, looking on websites to see what was coming out. Yeah. And being excited, going, oh, wow, there's a lot of really great things coming out, and I don't think I saw any of them. Yeah. I saw Avengers, yeah. but I didn't uh, – no, it really wasn't – I don't know. I guess Avengers was just the big thing this summer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that kind of trumped <clears throat> the majority of stuff that came out. So Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we can we can answer the other question another time, but it's it would take a little research to figure out what it we would. thought was really the best summer. And I would only look at the best summers of time I was alive. Like I Yeah, I wasn't alive in eighty two, yeah, so me. Well, I was, but I wasn't going to the movies. No. <laughs> I was just pooping myself. <laughs> All right. Uh let's do some quick news. We don't have a ton of time, but there's yeah. a couple things that have been uh a while now that I just want to get out and done. Two versions of the Nintendo Wii U have been announced and priced. There's a basic package that has an 8-gigabyte system, a Wii U gamepad, and an HDMI cable. It's only available in white, and it costs $299.99. So it is, it's a bit pricey, I guess. Well, it, I mean, the PlayStation was a little... PS3 mm. was more pricey when it came out, but uh, it's an 8-gigabyte system. 8? Yeah. It's not going to last. No, that's small. Uh, and there's a deluxe package, which... Isn't my iPhone 8? <laughs> Probably more. Uh, deluxe package, which has the same as the basic, but it has a 32 gigabyte system instead, huh. a gamepad charging stand, and a copy of the game Nintendo Land. So the basic package doesn't even come with a game. And uh, this is only in black, the deluxe package, and will cost $349.99. And that's still only for a 32 gig system, which is mm. better. But if if you're someone who's me and would probably only get a system like this based on the archive of older games, yeah. this is nothing that thrilling. Uh, especially when we talk about the new model of the PS3. Yeah, that super mini thing. Yeah. They revealed recently at Tokyo Game Show that the PS3 is getting another hardware redesign. The new model is 25% smaller and 20% lighter than the PS3 Slim. Available for $270, so it's already cheaper than the 8GB Wii U. It includes a 250GB hard drive wow. and a copy of Uncharted 3 Drake's Deception Game of the Year Edition. So... $20 cheaper, or almost $30 cheaper, a game, and mm. 250 gigabytes of space, and you can get a 500 gigabyte version for $300. What comes if after you gigabyte? prefer that. Terabyte. Mm. That'll be next. I fear the next generation of consoles. Yeah? I don't really need it. I feel well, like the games still look phenomenal. They play phenomenal. They're still innovating games. There's new stuff. and I don't think the Wii U is next generation because it's... It's the first HD system for them. So it's almost like getting current generation. They're like, hey, we caught up. Yeah. Wait, you guys are moving on? Damn. Well, I did see a story, too, that said the PS3 will be supported through 2015 at least. Oh. But when you think about it, there are still games being published for PS2. Hmm. So I think PS3's got a long shelf life. So if you didn't want to upgrade, Mm -hmm. really don't have to. Yeah. Xbox 360, I think, still has a pretty good... Life Still ahead pumping of it. out stuff yeah. for it. I think it's I think it's gonna do just fine. But on the on the smaller PS3 model, mm-hmm. the most noticeable change is the operation of the disc tray. So instead of just putting the, the disc in and sliding it out through that slot, yeah. the top actually slides over. Cool. And you drop it in like uh mm-hmm. like any traditional yeah. CD ROM type idea. So that's the biggest difference to like save space and everything. Cool. Yeah. 
So uh, if people are worried that PS3 is not going to have the shelf life and why get another one, it's going to be just fine. Also on the PlayStation side, uh, this month, PlayStation is launching a new program called PS1 Day One Digital. Throughout October, players can get eight new releases through digital download on PSN on the same day they hit store shelves. Hmm. So this is that push that we've been anticipating towards getting things digitally. The releases in October that you can get with the PS1 Day One Digital plan include Resident Evil 6, NBA 2K13, Dishonored, Doom 3 BFG Edition, 007 Legends, Medal of Honor Warfighter, Need for Speed Most Wanted, and Assassin's Creed 3. Wow. Will all be available, full versions, same price, digital day. If you're a PS Plus member, though, you can get 10% off on any of these games during the uh, initial week of release. That's nice. Yeah. Um, Stan Lee. He recently canceled a bunch of convention appearances. Uh-oh. Fans are getting worried. Uh-oh. He's but, old. Yeah, he's 89 years old. Uh, he did release a statement to hopefully quell some of those fears. It says, attention troops, this is a dispatch sent from your beloved Generalissimo, directly from the center of Hollywood's combat zone. Now hear this, your leader hath not deserted thee. In an effort to be more like my fellow Avenger Tony Stark, I have had an electronic pacemaker placed near my heart to ensure that I'll be able to lead thee for another 90 years. But fear thee not, my valiant warriors. I am in constant touch with our commanders in the field, and victory shall soon be ours. Now I must end this dispatch and join my troops, for an army without a leader is like a day without a cameo. Excelsior! <laughs> That's funny. So Stanley always with his unique brand It'll of humor. It'll be a sad day when he dies. Oh my god, I don't want to think about it. But I, I don't think it's going to affect the product. No, no, I think the product, I think... Whereas, uh, like, Steve Jobs dying, where we're all sitting here going, I don't know what this is going to look like in 10 years. I think the pillars are in place to keep things running. I think he he knew what he was doing. Sure. He was left it so that he's like, eventually, I'm not going to be here. Agreed. This needs to continue to function. Yep. So here's what I'm going to do. Here's how we set it up. As far as I know, he's still set to be at New York Comic Con. Good. So I'm hoping he will be. Uh, And maybe now's the time to get the opportunity to maybe meet him. Yeah. So we'll see about that. I hope so. You I should, hope so. I think you should get. How was? What did that last year? He was there. He was. Why didn't we? Was it the line? Or you had to pay? What was that? I think it was the money. It was like fifty dollars or okay. something. Yeah. But uh, Matt met him. Matt the medic. Of course, took a did. picture with him and everything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there were some photos, some set photos of Joel Kinnaman that hit the internet of him in the new RoboCop. Get up. Oh, I watched that the other day on Netflix. Yeah. The original. <laughs> I was, I, I was, whoa, was that gory? Yeah. When oh, they yeah. they killed him, yep. I was like, <gasps> what? They wouldn't even do that. Like, that was like right are you up aware, there with Saw. Are like, you aware there's an X-rated version of RoboCop? No. Because of the violence. Wow. Maybe that's the one you watched and you didn't even it know was, it. It was just on Netflix. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know if Netflix would put up an X-rated Body parts version, coming off one. and like, oh. Have you seen the new costume? No. Let me see. Hold on. Hmm. He looks like Daredevil in gray. <laughs> I, I can get that a little you see bit. see it a little bit? A little bit. It a lot of people suit- are making the comparison to the, the Dark Knight okay. suit. Yeah. It's de- almost... um. What video game is that? Uh, Metal Gear Solid-esque. Yeah, yeah. The, the, or riding, mm. riding from Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. I don't think it looks bad. No, I don't think it, it looks it's bad either. It's a departure away from the original. I miss the silver, like, accents. Mm. Oh, maybe they'll add it. Maybe. Well, my thought was that just because this is the one we've seen isn't the final one, maybe it's, like, prototype RoboCop, and then throughout the movie, he gets upgraded, and they add the silver mm. and things like that. So, like, there's no reason to make RoboCop dark, you know? Yeah. So maybe they just haven't done it yet. What but is I, this? What When is this coming out? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know if it's I'm sure there's an if they're official filming release now date. it's gotta be remember. next summer or the summer yeah after. probably uh, but yeah I really have no major issues with it no, it looks alright it's fine whatever uh, Andrew Garfield and Mark Webb have both been confirmed to return for the sequel for The Amazing Spider-Man mm-hmm. Emma Stone is also in talks and expected to return good I'm like alright whatever I don't know I so mean, like I said this. let's see where where are we going with it <laughs> yeah well, right. well I'm gonna pardon the first one I'll watch it where are we going I'll watch it I'm not too thrilled with it but we'll yeah. see. 
Mark Miller has been hired by 20th Century Fox to serve as a creative consultant on the studio's upcoming Marvel Comics-based properties. Miller wrote several Marvel books, such as The Ultimates and Civil War, as well as developed film franchises like Wanted and Kick-Ass. He'll be working with Fox on developing new avenues for its X-Men and Fantastic Four properties. Miller took to Twitter with the news, saying, In all seriousness, this is the biggest thing that's ever happened to me, and I really want these movies to be as phenomenal as possible. I think this is a good move on Fox's part because there's a lot of criticism as to how they're adapting the Marvel properties. And I think Miller will do it more justice. Good. So solid idea. And you bring in somebody that cares about the product and it's being successful. Yeah, absolutely. Makes a big difference. Just throwing some guy in a suit on it. (laughs) Uh, Assassin's Creed, the Ezio trilogy, Mm. is coming exclusively to PS3 on November 13th for $39.99. The collection includes the entire journey of Ezio Auditore, Assassin's Creed 2, Brotherhood, and Revelations, along with all the downloadable content for those titles. Solid move. Mm. Only on PS3. <laughs> I have one. I know. I'm just... I'm not saying to you. <laughs> you I'm saying to people like, that don't have one. Uh, a compilation, including Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3, is being released for Xbox 360, PS3, and PC. The Mass Effect trilogy will come first to 360 and PC on November 6th, and the PS3 at a later, currently unannounced date. Although Amazon has it listed for a December 31st release, that might just be their way of saying it's coming this year mm-hmm. and not completely solidified, but who knows. Uh, this will be the first time that the first Mass Effect game will be available on PS3 and will also be released as a digital standalone on PSN, which m- you can kind of get the assumption as to why PS3's version is coming out later. There's currently no official word as to what DLC, if any, is included with the bundle, but that's pretty solid. I, I've wanted to play the Mass Effect games for a while, but uh, I didn't get started because there was no Mass Effect version on or of one on PS3, and they all build on each other. Mm. Like with the save games, they build on each other. So, yeah. so now I'm very pumped that I'll be able to play. When the fuck am I going to play this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, when do I have time to play anything? But You're excited to own it and have it on a shelf. I am. I'm going to display it proudly, <laughs> and I'll pretend like I know what's going on. Uh, so that's pretty much it for this week. Cool. Where uh, Before we get out of here, final thought or something you want to plug? No final thought. Uh, you just go to sbvfitness.com. And you can uh, you can get the protein, or uh, you can read up on the people that were sponsoring, and you contact me and yell at me, whatever you want to do. I'm up for anything. <laughs> and if you use the promo code GeekGen10, that's right. You actually you can get save fifteen percent. Fifteen percent, right? Wow, awesome. That's some that's some special treatment of the, the fan base out here. Mm-hmm. We appreciate this. Uh, please visit thegeekgeneration.com. When you are there, you can rate the show and write a review on iTunes. We appreciate that so much. If you have any questions, comments, insults, or topics you'd like us to discuss on a future episode, you can send those to podcast at thegeekgeneration.com or at geekgeneration on Twitter, or you can leave a voicemail at 508-316-9787. As always, the show theme is provided by Machine Supremacy. A link to their site can also be found on our site. So I'll see you guys uh, after New York Comic Con. We got that coming up. We have potentially a horror-based podcast coming up for around Halloween. So uh, lots of stuff coming in down the pipeline, and we will see you guys later. See ya. Make it so.